Welcome to episode 29 of Social Anxiety Solutions, your journey to social confidence. My name is Sebastian van der Schrier, and I'm an ex-social anxiety disorder sufferer. Thanks to energy psychology and the help of some brilliant therapists, I've been able to become anxiety-free, and I'm comfortable and at ease socially. Now, on this show, I interview experts each week to explore different social anxiety solutions from both Western traditional psychology as well as Eastern energy psychology. So each week, we'll put new tools into your toolkit to enhance your social confidence. Today, we have back on the show Mr. Steve Wells, and we're covering the topic of fear of success. Here's a bit about Steve. Steve is an internationally recognized psychologist, leadership coach, author, and peak performance consultant from Perth, Western Australia. He regularly presents and consults worldwide with elite athletes and business leaders to improve their performance and enhance the performance of their teams. Steve has been researching and teaching energy techniques for 19 years and is co-creator with Dr. David Lake, who we've had on the show two times so far, of Simple Energy Techniques, SET. He has helped many thousands of people through his worldwide workshops, and Steve is the co-author of five books, including Enjoy Emotional Freedom. Steve, thank you very much for uh, returning to the show. Thanks, Sebastian. Fantastic to be back with you. Awesome. Well, we're talking about the fear of success today because this is something that sabotages people's attempt at becoming anxiety-free and relaxed and calm socially. So, a few questions (laughs) to kick it off. Um, In the case of someone suffering from social anxiety, success likely means being anxiety-free, being calm and relaxed socially, and having uh, good relationships and a satisfying social life. So that sounds fantastic. So how could someone have a fear of that? Yeah, it's always surprising to people that they're not necessarily just suffering from fear of failure, but they actually have fear of success. Um, And those things that you described are not necessarily what people who are listening uh, link with success. They, you know, if I say to people, "Okay, you know, what would be what would success mean for you?" and then they kind of describe it. When they start thinking about being successful, they have a kind of um, a yes/no reaction. Um, they have part of them that's saying, "No, I couldn't handle that," or "No, I wouldn't be good being there," or "No, I can't be there." And that's that's what I call fear of success. Um, and the, 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 it's an easy way to test if you have it. Think of whatever success is to you. And then um, just notice if you think about having that and being there, whether it's a, what I call 100% yes, where all parts of you are going, yes, I want to be there, I can be there, um, it is going to be good, and you know this, is, this is, really is success. Um, most people, for some reason, caught up in their version of success, have a kind of yes, no, where part of them is holding back, where part of them thinks either it's not going to be good and I wouldn't be able to handle it, or um, the process of getting there I can't do. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not good enough to get there or whatever. So that, that also is, is part of fear of success. You know, it's like mm-hmm. – um, and people tend to fear either, you know, they think about being there and it doesn't feel comfortable. They don't feel comfortable thinking of themselves as being successful, which is, of course, because they've got all these unconscious uh, blocks that are being brought up when they start thinking about changing things. Um, 
or they or they have problems with the uh, the idea of becoming successful meaning it you know it's like part of them is thinking it would be too hard or they wouldn't be able to handle it they couldn't do it they wouldn't be able to make the steps or that you know even even setting the goal to become successful means that i'm going to suffer mm-hmm. and so yeah that's that's what i call fear of success gotcha so um when when people think about the outcome they uh, have parts of them, for example, saying, yes, I'd really like to be socially at ease because then I can connect with people. And yes, I'd really like that so I can have fun socially. And yes, I really like that because then I look forward to the weekends. And that's the part, parts of them that are saying yes, yes, yes. But then there are other parts that are saying, uh, no, thank you, because it's going to be hard to get there. And, you know, maybe I don't deserve it and, and so on and so forth. Yeah, or I would have to become a person who I'm not because, you know, um, often people are very uh, attached to their identity as a shy person or as a as a person who doesn't have – or, you know, if I was successful, all of this stress would be on me. People would have all these expectations on me. You know, there's, there's always a downside to success that people um, don't necessarily think of, but unconsciously – it's what's holding them back from being able to go there. And, and ultimately, it, it helps. Strangely enough, it helps to think about the downside of success and factor that in um, and work out how you would cope with that. Then you have kind of a more realistic version of what success is. And um, you don't have a version of success that, that quite frankly sucks. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, 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 sometimes when I ask people, you know, what would success be to you? And then, you know, what would happen if you were successful? Um, like if I can, if I can give you an example, um, yes. I, I was on this internet radio show, and uh, I was talking to a guy. In, in his case, it was about being successful in his business, and I said, "Well, you know, what would happen if you were successful?" He says, "Well, if I was successful in my business, I lose my marriage." I'm like, "Well, well, that sucks. Do you love your wife?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he's like, "Yeah, I do love my wife." I said, "Well, quite frankly, your version of success sucks." Because it in, it's a win-lose. Yeah. It, it only includes, like, you know, each way, if you win in your marriage and you don't do your business, you lose. If you win in your business and you lose your marriage, you lose. So your, your version of success is the problem because it's not actually success. It's failure. It's where part of you misses out. Um, so often when, when people really look at what the way they currently think of success, their version, their current version of success actually sucks. And it isn't success at all because it, 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 if success means that you're going to be suffering, it's not success. Yeah. So, so they have a, a picture of how they want it to be, but the picture is partly good and partly shitty. Yeah, exactly. And, and because, you know, even my wife, you know, she, she's a textile artist and she held back from entering a, um, a particular art competition. Thankfully, you know, she got over this, of course, um, because she was imagining that if she got into that, she'd have to be interviewed on television and all of these things. And then, um, you know, she wouldn't be able to handle that. And fortunately, you know, she was able to say, hang on a minute, I haven't even gone in the exhibition, in the competition exhibition. And, you know, (laughs) if I do go in, I may or may not win. But obviously, you know, we had to help her to get over her fear of success, which would bring all that attention, which, um, you know, people hold themselves back because of that. Mm -hmm. And, 
yeah, they do need to be able to, if they're going to be successful, hand that attention. Otherwise, if they get there and there's all this attention being put on them and they're not in a – they haven't – as part of the process of becoming successful, they haven't learned to handle that, then they'll push it away. Yeah. That, that's actually a common fear coming up for people when they think about being socially – I've named it socially confident. I should have named it socially comfortable, but – you know, I guess uh, you know once you're uh, well, uh, yeah, it, it, uh, way. yeah. However you feel about it, however you think about it, you right. know, whatever your version of success is, right? Um, and yeah, for a lot of people, that that is what they want. They want the feeling of being socially comfortable, and uh, tra- that translates as socially confident. You know, mm-hmm. um, obviously, you're toning it down a bit because socially comfortable feels like a halfway house compared to socially spectacular and confident. You know? Right. <laughs> but that's what you typically want when you're socially anxious. You're like, oh, I want to have like supreme confidence. But, you know, when as we're talking about, well, you know, people have this picture of success and it's 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 a positive and a negative picture versus an only positive picture. Like part of the negative that sometimes people associate with social confidence is arrogance. Like, well, you know, I don't want to be an arrogant ass hole so i I, exactly stay anxious exactly and a lot of people with anxiety and social anxiety that i've worked with have those uh connections so of course they're going to hold themselves back from going there because they think well i don't want to become that kind of person um and and of course they only uh, you know they've had experiences from their past for example of being put down by those kind of people so so they connect it you know oh well I'm not going to become that kind of person that puts other people down or is uh, an egomaniac or is aggressive or whatever and uh you know that wouldn't be success at all to become that kind of person hmm. uh, but also when you have that experience in your past you are blocked off from seeing people who are successful who are not that you know who are who are actually how you would want to be, and the version of success that you really want to change this to, which is a um, number one, a more um, a more grounded version of success. Um, and as you say, you know, like you know, I, I think you're implying is also like, don't set a ridiculous, unreasonable goal of being you know, like socially right. you know number one in the world. Yeah. <laughs> Certainly, don't make that your your absolute. You know, that's what I've got to be as the first step. Yeah. Otherwise, you're never going to get there. Yeah, I've I've been very guilty of that way, 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 way back. <laughs> like, okay, my goal is I'm I want to be able to talk to anyone, anywhere, at all times, and always have a good reaction. Have everyone be my friend, every woman like me, and you know, have social bliss and ecstasy in all situations. Oh right? yeah, and, man, I have had that myself too. Like yeah. wanting everyone to like me, and it's just like you know, I I, I do a lot of presentations as as you do, and uh, you know, I run lots of workshops. And one woman said to me, she said, I can't listen to a word you say because you look like my ex-husband, you know, <laughs> and there's nothing I can do about that. <laughs> it didn't matter how well I presented because I look like someone who she already hated. Mm. It was, uh, I was written off from the start no matter how good I was going to be, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, can we list down a couple of the common fears of success and may- maybe in particular to um, socializing? Or, you know, social confidence? Um, well, yeah, I think everybody uh, ultimately wants to think about their own situation. You know, my, my suggestion would be to make it more personal for people, would be to say, okay, what could be the downside of success for me the way I'm thinking of it? Um, 
and ultimately, uh, you know, once you get those, that gives you something to work on because you can start to, to challenge that, uh, that uh, distorted version of success and you can start to work out how I would deal with that downside, you know. So, um, you know, in terms of social anxiety, of course, the fear is that uh, often that I'm going to get found out, I'm going to get caught out as not competent or I'm not going to be able to handle the pressure of all the, um, the expectations on me. Mm. Um, and that's obviously, you know, largely that's your own expectations. Um, you know, so f- f- this is where the fear of failure and the fear of success coincide um, because, you know, you ask people to, to talk about ses- success or to think about success and they come up with a version which is failing. <laughs> which is the fear, you know. So the fear is, you know, I'll get there and I will, let's say, for example, if it's someone thinking about having a relationship with a with a person of the opposite sex or even their own sex, but it's a kind of a love-type relationship, you know. It's like, okay, well, I'll get there with them and then I'll be found out as not adequate or, you know, it won't work out in some way um, because I won't be able to perform in whatever way I'm meant to be able to perform. Um, so that kind of is a, a performance anxiety and yes it is an image of failure but that image of failure is caught up in success does that make sense Mm. so you you won't go there because you've already created um that failure within your version of success and and then um as you have that going on so you don't have a clear succinct realistic uh picture of success what is then the consequence of having that Oh, the consequence is that you take two steps forward and three steps back. Right. You know, you're, you're, <laughs> you, you, uh, you procrastinate and you don't make moves. You know, you, you uh, start but you don't finish. Um, you know, you don't make the call. You don't put yourself out there because you're not perfect enough yet because, you, again, you have the inflated view of what would be required. So, therefore, you know, unless, unless it's perfect, it's never going to be good enough. Um, and this is really the you know this is where people either they have as I mentioned the the negative connection to being successful, they also can have a negative connection to the process of being successful, where they believe that you know you've got to be perfect in order to even have a go. Mm. Um, and I know you're going to ask me for some point of, uh, for a, a quote. And uh, I'm coming up with it early, um, but I, I got more if you want. Okay. Um, one of my favorite quotes is, if it's worth doing, it's worth doing badly. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's worth doing badly at first because everything that you do well, you have to be willing to do badly. And a lot of people, because they have this inflated idea of what success would be or what it would require, they're not willing to do badly in order to learn how to do well. Hmm. And so this is what I see all the time is people holding themselves back because of that inflated idea of what success is and the concept that in order to succeed, you have to be um, spectacularly good at this, but you're not allowed to learn by being bad at it. (laughs) Yeah. So I I don't know who came up with that, by the way, but I love that. I've used that for years uh, personally and with other people. Gets the Um, pressure off, doesn't it? Oh, exactly. Give yourself permission to fail in order to succeed and um, what that really requires is changing your version of success so that your version of success by the way includes um, for example 
leeway to be yourself to you know if 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 your version of success um you know doesn't allow you any escape it's not success at all it's a prison mm, right so if your version of success is everyone likes me all the time you know there is oh. no uh, there's no way of getting there and uh, exactly you know, <laughs> exactly being myself and having it be okay that uh, X percent of the population or whoever doesn't like me, that's okay. Now you're getting a more well-rounded picture of success that includes some, um, you know, some things that you might not like all too much. Yeah. So this is an interesting balancing act because we're, we're saying on one hand, you know, don't set unrealistic, ridiculous ideas of, of success being unreachable and so on and, and be willing to, um, you know, to fail on the way there and, and include the, the possibilities of uh, not having to be perfect. On the other hand, um, when people think of success, they also think of it, they think of being in a successful situation with their current limitations. Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> yes. As opposed to, you know, okay, by the time I get there, I will have learned a few more things and I will have had a few more experiences and I would have, you know, uh, uh, therefore I won't have to carry the current horrible feelings with me and all that kind of stuff because, you know, uh, you know in, in, the, in the number one strategy used by most people, you know, which is... Uh, feel the fear and do it anyway, action cures fear for a lot of people um, or it certainly uh, reduces the the fear involved and the more you do, the more confident you get. Um, And then you can also, uh, you know, if you learn some techniques like the wonderful energy psychology techniques that that can really help you to get through that anxiety as you move forward – then you uh, you won't have to be there with your current limitations. Yeah, uh, I have a good example of this. Uh, uh, you know, a lot of clients I work with, they're like, "Well, I'm uh, I uh, I'm afraid of being socially confident because then I'll be then I'll be judged even more." Whereas, yep. you know, a big problem of a socially anxious person is the fear of judgment. So once you're socially confident, you don't have that fear of judgment anymore. Now you're okay with judgment. So exactly. you're projecting a fear that you have as a socially anxious person all the way into the future once you have that success. And now you're imagining being successful, having that same fear of exactly. you know, judgment. Uh, yeah, absolutely. So just as I – just that's what I call fear of success. You're imagining success, which is actually not success. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> you know, if, if success means that you have to suffer more, how can it be success? Mm. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, so you know, I, I I I would say to that kind of thing. Well, that version of success sucks. Let's come up with a better one. Mm. You know. Yeah, and uh, to give you to, to give people an example, say if if you have the the, the belief or the convictions like, well, when I'm socially confident. Uh, you know, I'll be arrogant. And uh, Steve earlier said, well, you want to start challenging that belief. You know, you 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 want to. Um, Start coming up with examples for uh, like that contradict that conviction. So if you say, "Well, I'll be socially, uh, I'll be arrogant when I'm socially confident," you can say, "Well, really, is it you know all the people in the world that are socially confident are arrogant?" You know, um, Mother Teresa was comfortable socially. Was she arrogant? And that yeah, kind of yeah. helps you to start, uh, you know, weakening that conviction. 
Yeah, and um, I mean that's the, that's a very cognitive approach, you know, and yeah. and uh, um, but at least it starts to break down that 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 belief. The challenge, the big challenge you have is that you're emotionally attached to the belief. Um, and this is really what you want to work on: is releasing your emotional attachments to the the belief that people who are confident are arrogant. And so this is where um, you know that 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 uh, process of challenging can do that. But in my experience, it's actually slower than using a technique that releases the emotional attachment from the thought. Um, so this is where again I recommend the energy. Uh, techniques, and I know you've used that, and we've talked about that a lot, and we're, we're both into this area. Yeah. Um, you know, techniques like EFT, emotional freedom techniques, and our own simple energy techniques, which are uh, essentially psychological acupressure techniques where you stimulate acupressure points. And if you do that while you um, tune into or focus on uh, things that have emotional attachments to you, you can release some of the emotional attachment to that idea and you can start to see other possibilities. Um, but, you know, someone who's, um, someone who's got the belief that people who are socially confident are arrogant, that hasn't come out of nowhere. That's come from their background and experience. So it's, it's supported in their life experience and it's probably been supported in their personal experiences of being treated um, badly by people who were arrogant and confident, um, who are actually a, a small portion of the confident people out in the world. But mm. of course, if that's been your experience, then that's you know because you've got those strong emotional experiences, you can connect those those together. As in, you know, okay, that person is arrogant and you know and confident, and because they're so significant in your life experiences. You know, you've made the belief that people who are socially, you know, who are confident are arrogant. Yeah, and then it feels that needs true. to be released. Yeah, it, and then and then it feels true to you. And then when you apply the tapping, the simple energy techniques, or whatever it, uh, the case may be, it will uh, start to weaken how true it feels to you. And then you'll start getting insights about the reality of the situation. So then, you know, it might come to mind like, well, that was just five people in my whole life and it's not everyone on the globe who's who's arrogant exactly and then you can actually be open to starting to see people who are confident and and nice you know uh, or or who are confident and assertive as opposed to aggressive yeah. uh you know people who are able to set boundaries without um you know, putting people down and all that kind of stuff. And the other side of that even is, even if you can't find any of those examples, you know, you're very stuck on that idea, then um, at least in your own version of success, you can say, well, I'm not going to be successful if if I become arrogant. So let's create, uh, you know, a version of success where I am uh, confident without being arrogant. That's what I'm aiming for. Mm. Yep. And um, Steve, what you mentioned earlier as well is like, well, there's the outcome that you're going for, but there's also the road or the journey that you're going to take towards that outcome. And many people have negative beliefs or associations about what it's going to take to go from where you are now to the outcome that you want to be. Exactly. So these are the two things. One is people think about being successful and some people think, oh, okay, you know, when I think about success... They get the yes, no, or the bad feeling, or you know, uh, whatever. 
But some people feel great about that. Yes, I'd be happy to be, uh, you know, socially adept. I'd be happy to be, you know, whatever, the life of the party. Um, but it would take too much to get there or it would be too hard to get there or, you know, there's too many steps involved or it would require me to go through so much anxiety to get there because taking those first steps is the most anxiety-provoking of all. And, you know, if I can't even get myself to do that, how can I ever get there? Mm. You know, um, so in this case, you want to be looking at, okay, what are the things that, uh, uh, you know, what do I connect? What's, what, what are the uh, attachments, the emotional attachments I have um, to the steps involved in getting to be successful? And you want to, excuse me, you want to release those emotional attachments. And again, you know, the, the tapping technique is one way of doing that. Yeah. Um, I also have this new thing I've been playing with and I, I just can't hold back on telling you Go about on. it. It's a, it's a process of using intention to release your emotional attachments. And um, it, it, it's very simple. And for most people, in fact, so far for everybody that I've introduced this to, it's been very, very powerful and effective. And in, in essence, it's a way of using your own intention to release your own emotional attachments to um, beliefs and ideas and uh, actions and steps and all that stuff. Um, and I think in the program you've, uh, you've uh, interviewed Willem Lammers, you know, and he has an approach which uses intention and, it, you know, in that approach, as with this approach, you use a statement of intention that, in, that, in, uh, that gives an instruction to the subconscious or the unconscious mind to, to carry out a process for you. Okay, so um, in this case, if it's the thought, it's the attachment to the thought that causes your suffering. If it's the emotional attachment, for example, to the belief, you know, let's say, let's say your belief is, you know, you, know we, you gave me one before, when I'm socially confident, I'm going to be arrogant. Um, you can use your own intention to release that emotional attachment. And you can then follow through and use your own intention to release your emotional attachments to all the places where you learnt that. Now, you can also use the tapping technique, and I like to combine these techniques. But I just want to give you the, a, a simple statement, which if people go away and just apply this without knowing any more, without knowing how to do this, you know, without having learned, you know, because I've learned a lot of ways about how to use this to make it work better. But you know what? I've just, I've just shared this with some people. I've just gone away and applied it on everything that upsets them, and they've got good results without knowing any more about it. Hmm. Great. Um, so now this isn't going to do everything for you because, you know, um, let, let's say, for example, you know, you, you uh, have some emotional attachments to your mother because, <laughs> <Okay. laughs> you know, she taught you through uh, pain that you're not so good or whatever. Um, you know, if, you, if you're just using it, a simple intention to say, okay, I'm going to release all my emotional attachments to my mother, that's too global. Mm. Okay. You, you're ultimately going to need to use this and, and use whatever techniques to release your attachments to each of the um, specific experiences that you learnt that or the big experiences where you learnt that or the big things that she told you or whatever. Um, but you can get there just, just trying this on everything. So the, the simple statement is, I release 
all my emotional attachments to X. Now, X is the thought, the belief, the memory, um, the action that you need to take or the action that you did take, um, the person, the thing or whatever it is, you know, the situation, event, whatever. Um, so it's I release all my emotional attachments to X. Now, strangely enough, when you do that on something which is emotionally triggering for you, you will find that it will move somewhere. Now, it might move to another problem or another memory or another thing, but it'll move. And uh, it's absolutely incredible what mm. it can do. Mm. Fascinating. Um, before um, we, we end the interview, we're going to ask, well, actually, where can I find out more about that? <laughs> uh. Well, I've just started running like on our website, which is um, eftdownunder.com because EFT is the, um, the most well-known uh, tapping technique. So we have lots of information on EFT and also our own variation of that, which we call SET, and also this new approach, which I'm calling uh, intention-based energy techniques. Um, so that is on our website, eftdownunder.com. And on there um, and also on the blog, you know, I'm putting like – so I've run various webinars on this where I've uh, uh, not only explained it but where I've used it with people. And you can see them actually uh, starting to shift and you can listen to them, uh, uh, you know, getting relief on their emotional blocks. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's much more than I can explain in five minutes now. But you know what? If people who are listening just go away and everything that you think that, you know, where a thought has got an emotion attached to it, you just uh, simply say, I release all my emotional attachments to that thought and then, you know, just repeat the thought in your mind and then just see what comes next and then go, okay, I release all my emotional attachments to that, then see what happens next. And it's, uh, it's very powerful. Um, you know, I have, I have several other um, ones and there's, you know, there's, uh, look, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go into trying to explain it and I just don't have enough time. But that's, that's, that one will do a lot of good work for you just on its own. Hmm. It's, it's, it's great how um, energy psychology evolves and you know, all these techniques become more simple and more effective. And uh, yeah, thanks, thanks for sharing. Well, no worries, mate. You know, it, it's going to be a ridiculous thought to people who are listening that, that a, a self-intention statement like that can be helpful. But I have to tell you, I have been continually astounded by what that's done for me, for my wife, for my friends, for my clients um, and workshop participants all over the world. And uh, people are getting over blocks and getting up and doing things. You know, I just working with a group yesterday, a lady's actually managed to move out of her uh, mother's house where her mother had died and, you know, she was just stuck there, you know, because she was still grieving her mother. And it's being sold and she's moving on and she's been able to do that just from using this simple sentence on all the emotional attachments that she had to that house and to her mother and all that stuff. Incredible. Mm, that's great indeed. So thanks for sharing, Steve. I think uh, it's something very, uh, very useful for people to... Well, that's the thing. I don't like just talking about stuff. I like to give people something they can do. So exactly. couldn't help myself. Yeah. So, <laughs> now, as you're listening to this, you've got something to do. You know, you now have this technique and you can start using it all week long and beyond. So yeah. um, also what we were talking about, how the, the journey 
to the outcome is something that people often have negative associations to. Uh, a common one actually being, well, I've, um, I've, I've tried to face my fears and I've done all this previous work and I just know... In other words, I feel that overcoming social anxiety is something that's really hard and painful. So they still have these emotional attachments to exactly to that. So that that is the challenge. If you are if, if you're suffering, uh, according to my you know mentor Byron Katie, if you're suffering, you're attached to a thought, and you're emotionally attached to it, and. Uh, you know, as long as you're emotionally attached to the thought that you have to suffer, then you keep suffering. Um, and so what we need to do is we need to use some techniques to help you to release that so that you can be free to move forward to your own version of success. Exactly. Good. Um, uh, let me see. Do I have anything else interesting to ask? Um <laughs> Steve, why would someone have more fear of success than fear of failure? Well, again, it's it's whatever it is personally for you. So um, success and failure are two sides of the same thing. So, um, you know, people often uh, approach success thinking about failure um, and they often have failure caught up in their version of success, which is why I'm, you know, I'm calling that fear of... Ultimately, they're all... They're all technically fear of failure, but that's because you know your success has failure built in, something mm. that you don't want built into it. And uh, it, it seems universal for some reason, particularly when people come out with their big goals. And you know, I, my business is about helping people to achieve their goals. So when I ask them, "Where do you want to go ultimately?" You know, "What's your ultimate goal?" Um, they struggle with that. They have trouble bringing it out. And it's funny that that really what our goals are. I think our goals come from a place of knowing that we have these unconscious blocks. So when we put the goal out there, um, that's going to bring up the block for us to resolve. Mm. And um, so, yeah, the minute that you think of success, up comes all your blocks. And uh, that's because the version of success that you come up with is to solve those blocks, if that makes sense. Because on some level, unconsciously, you know that that's what you need to do. Um, so it's the great challenge. It's you know it's the the universal theme for human beings. It's the hero's journey. It's what we all have to do. Is that is that our our task here is to be free of all that crap that's holding us down. You know that's been hardwired into our nervous system through our our negative past experiences, and to be able to let that go. And letting that go is letting go our attachments to those things so that we can be free to be the kind of person that we really are, which is, you know, a wonderful, expansive, free human being. Mm. Um, I'm not going to say anything more after this, because I think this would be a good ending. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> however, I have one more question, that is, if there is anything that I could have asked you about the fear of success that would have allowed you to share something important, what would that question have been and how would you have answered it? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I, I feel comfortable with what you've done, mate. I'm, I'm, um, uh, I actually um, am comfortable with a an imperfect version of anything. <laughs> 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 because, because, uh, uh, 
like, you know, we've we've had a go and we've had some fun, so that's success for me now, you know? Yeah, <laughs> I'm with not, you. I don't have the ridiculous uh, ideas about success that I used to have um, because if we do something that helps somebody, you know, maybe there's an idea or something that they pick up or they go and use that technique, then that's great. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I, I feel fine with what we've done so far. Okay, great. Well... <clears throat> Um, Steve, thank you very much. Share once more where uh, they can find out more about you and the technique that you've shared, and then uh, we'll say goodbye. Okay. So, yeah, thanks very much, Sebastian. Fantastic again talking with you and sharing, and I, you know, I really hope that people will follow up and uh, you know, give the techniques a go. Tapping, for anyone who doesn't know about it, has just come into this series as a fantastic technique for releasing emotional blocks and freeing you up to, to move forward. And this intention technique I'm finding really, really effective. As simple and ridiculous as it is, you can use your own intention to instruct your subconscious mind to release attachments. Um, so my website is eftdownunder.com, eftdownunder.com. Um, you'll also find me at stevewells.com.au. Um, that's more my uh, corporate uh, website, the Steve Wells one, the eftdownunder.com.au. Uh, well, there's also the, the AU. We've got .com uh, as well as the AU. Um, eftdownunder.com, you can go and find lots and lots of information about you know the personal development stuff and see you know the recordings of the webinars I'm doing, and there will always be something coming up as well. Awesome. Thank you very much for being on the show and sharing again, and uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be in touch. Good on you, mate. Cheers. Cheers. All right, that's today's interview. I hope it's been helpful and educational for you. Hope you're going to enjoy the technique that Steve shared and uh, do some homework based on what you learned. And I'm just going to leave you with a little uh, note about something that's upcoming that's quite exciting. I will be doing a live webinar in the coming two to three weeks. I'm almost done with it. And, uh, you know, it will be sent out to everyone who's on my email list. If you're not on my email list yet, you can go to my website, socialanxietysolutions.com. Eventually, after you scroll through the pages, you can sign up there and you'll be notified as to when that webinar is ready. And then it's first come, first serve. That's really the best of, uh, you know, all that I've learned, basically, a summary of the best of all that I've learned in the past decade searching for social anxiety solutions. I'm really excited about it. So um, that's it for this week. I look forward to connecting with you next week again. Bye for now. (laughs) 